Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm here with another episode of the Gnarly Munchies. Yes, I took a hiatus because, you know, I'm black. Yeah, I'm black. I'm black. I'm blickety blickety black, y'all. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to speak out. I'm going to step away from all my things that I want to do and accomplish for a time being to focus on the issues. So this was the time that I took and didn't really feel like recording episodes or posting anything that's skate related because this is a bigger and larger issue than what others may perceive and look at as black people just being out of control and out there and just just violent in all actuality we're not and we're trying to sit here and let you guys know what the fuck is going on but there's still people in this world who don't deserve the courtesy of conversation and my personal beliefs I, I totally believe that all racists are fucking scum and don't deserve the air they breathe but that is my opinion like you can't sit here and say all lives matter or say certain things without actually looking at what this is as a whole. Like in the reality, people are truly insane. Like we're all crazy as fuck. We all have a different version of sanity. And in my opinion, this state of government, this state of affairs is not sanity. And I truly believe people need to wake the fuck up and realize that our government is not for us. It's, n- it's no longer for the people, by the people. And we're being manipulated and being controlled and being marginalized. And as a black man in America, I can't sit here and let somebody say racist shit, do racist shit, and expect me to lay down and not be physical with them or be peaceful and turn out the cheek. No, that doesn't work for me. But with all that said, hope you guys enjoy this episode. I'd like to give a huge shout out to our partners who help promote this broadcast, this podcast, sorry. Um, Live and enjoy. Live and enjoy. They are a movement that is around, well, pretty much, let me just read what they sent me and let you guys hear what they sent me. Live and Enjoy is an all-around upcoming nonprofit social movement created in order to develop all human awareness since humans tend to mostly selectively care for themselves, so our goal is to make others acknowledge the different perspectives of humanity and understand the concept of community i like that it's it's freaking dope but yeah you guys enjoyed this episode arrest the cops to kill brianna taylor no justice no peace keep fighting man because this shit ain't over like this shit ain't over these guys are painting murals and and doing things except for what we asked these guys are are literally undermining our intelligence and if you can't see that man and you're just sitting here complacent with shit and saying 
Uh, fuck it, man. I'm not even going to say it anymore. You guys enjoyed the episode. I'm out. You do your own research. You form your own opinions. That is what you are supposed to do. Is form your own opinions. But me? Fuck that. I'm not putting up with this shit anymore. I'm done. stuff you're getting the Mary Jane out and I'm here with Nadar. It's pronounced not dear. Not dear, sorry. It, it, I suck co- I suck at names. No, back when I was um going through my depression and shit, I had counselor them years ago. He didn't even pronounce my own name right, so how am I gonna this therapy time if you can't even pronounce my own name right? So I'm just like <laughs> I turned on hour sessions, it's like fifteen minute sessions I'm like, I'm just gonna fuck out of here. Like, it was that it was like that. Like Nadar, Nadar, like he just added Nadar. an extra name into my name. It's like, why though? Like, what is the point of you? Like, what is your reasoning behind this? Do you even give a fuck about me? Like, yo, dude, I just tried to kill myself like a week ago. And you're just like. Isn't it funny how, like, you'll get a therapist and they'll make suggestions of how you're supposed to do things, or they'll make, like, medical, they'll say you should take these pills, but they don't actually look at the whole root cause. Are you exercising? Are you eating healthy? Are you doing the right things? Are you, like, what is your situation right now? Um, and how can you rectify it? Like, they don't ask you those questions. They're quick to prescribe you fucking medications and, and pills. They're like, hey, yo take these things and you'll feel better we'll start you off on the half dosing you know in a couple weeks if you still feel down i'm gonna increase your dosage to full and blah, blah blah what do you think i'm gonna feel bro you didn't tell me to change my whole life <laughs> <laughs> you should have just told me like yo let's, you should have asked me the question i was like what's really bothering you and if i don't have a clear answer then yeah i might need the medication because i have a chemical imbalance but most people that do suffer from depression, mm-hmm. they have something that has been bothering them, has been aching, and they haven't been able to openly say it. Oh, definitely. Yes. Um, it's just pent-up aggression, pent-up pain and anger and sadness. Oh, I totally agree with that. Like, it, it, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. And I know you have skate and meditate. Yeah. Um, and tell me more about that, dude. You know, because of the whole COVID shit, you know, we had to put those events on hold. But we right. were able to put out one event, like, beginning of March before this virus shit really took over the world. How did you, how, like, how did you feel that turned out? Was it like, did that you was like, what I expected. Like, I would say, like, around 10 people showed up all in all. That's good. And That's it actually was, really good. Yeah, we just did it at Central Park near um, Skaters Road, right? Where they also start the Central Park race, like it was okay. in that vicinity area, and it was just people getting together, skate wise. No matter if you're on an electric unicycle, electric board, a penny cruise board, skateboard, like if you had any like set of wheels, you could just come along to like our events. And all it was was just listening to music, like interacting with like other kind of skaters and everything, practicing tricks, and then like towards the end of the session we just do like a half loop around central park nice but that's like how our flatland sessions are gonna be okay mm. sorry i had to talk to mary jane real quick <laughs> no doubt man but, uh, enjoy the conversation with mary jane <laughs> i figure like we'll be alternating from like flatland sessions to like at parks to like a distance run like following mm. that because like me personally like i like going the distance i, I know it's you. not for everyone but it's like an athletic kind of high like going like on distance runs. oh yeah oh yeah so just yeah. incorporating meditation and yoga and like that kind of practice to kind of like 
loosen the joints like when it comes like stretching before a skate after a skate just to Ashtray. Ashtray, yes. Ashtray. <laughs> oh, look. See, this is how you know somebody smokes in their car. Yeah, fucking ashtray. That's actually from my car because this car is my friend's mother's car, but mm. I don't have insurance right now, so I'm like, I'm not taking that risk, so I'll just borrow her car. Right. You got to be safe. Like, come outside on the road, you're mm. black, and, like, you get stopped by police. It's automatic, man. You got, like, stress on your head. Conscious, like it's like, oh man, this could go so bad. What if he's having a bad day? I'm having a fantastic day. And he just wants to take out his aggression on me. <laughs> Fucking wise of shooting me. Like, and it's like the other day after I left work, me and my coworker, we went to this reservation not too far from my job, and okay. we went there to smoke like a couple times before. But this one last time, we're just there smoking, talking about life and shit. Then we see a sheriff car coming from the in the one way, the wrong direction with their lights on. We kind of initially thought that, oh, shit, they smoked weed. They're coming for us. But they went to another car that was, like, a couple spots to the left of us. So he's just like, yo, toss that shit. Boop. I'm just like, all right, keep it cool, keep it cool. He just kept oh, no. on driving. And I'm just like, yo, like, when it comes to, like, weed and cops with me, I've only dealt with them once. And that was from, like, some old friend I used to work with at IHOP. Like, I'm surprised you still toss the weed. I don't even toss it anymore. I just, like, put it in my pocket or, like. Continue smoking. See, I was just gonna hold it in my hand, but I didn't want him and his anxiety to like like flare up. So he was like toss it. I'm like, just toss it like right outside the car. Got you. So after the cop did, I'm like, yo, that shit was like a nice size clip though. So oh. <laughs> where you go? <laughs> oh, you went. So you hopped out the car and went to go search for it after. It was, it was like, like right there outside the window. Like oh, I didn't right. like feel like that shit was like drop right out there. Right. You didn't do like the super like oh he's actually coming over mm-hmm. here and toss like. <laughs> Because if he was, I would like ball that shit up real quick and just be like, get out of here. Like, flint, like, pinky tossed it, like, flicked it, like, pinky. get out of here. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, you know how you flick a paper ball or somebody. Like, back in the oh, day yeah, when like, he was a kid, like, you can hit somebody right in the forehead. Yo, remember them fucking rubber bands that you would put, like, between your fucking fingers and it's like a fucking slingshot with the paper? Like, yeah, I got hit in that shit. Dude, I got hit in high <laughs> with that shit in high school and fucking had a fight with the kid. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. imagine. <laughs> They be playing too fucking much of that shit sometimes. Shit, I got bullied, bro. Fucking shit sucked. Like, I remember that shit. It was like, it sucked. And then eventually I grew up out of that bullying shit. And I was like, fuck yeah, guys. We'll fucking fight back. Like, yeah. I, was, I was so scared to fight because I didn't want to get in trouble at all. Yeah, that. And like, for personal reasons, I'm like, I stayed away from violence because, like, I don't know what I'm capable of when it comes to, if you really get me mad to the point where I put my hands on you, I'm just going to see red. Oh yeah, that's 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 the scariest part about fighting. It's like having like having a capacity for violence as a human being. It's like, do you do you really go to that level, or do you keep it under control? Like, cause it, it can really go south in an instant. Cause you know, violence. You hit somebody, hits the head with the whole entire fucking earth, and you're dead. So it's over. Or they can be seriously paralyzed and injured, and just ruin your entire life. And um. It really brings me out to this thought of like what's going on right now and like the necessity of violence that could that might be a necessity. I can't say it's a necessity of it. It might be a necessity in society. Yeah. Um, at this current time, because the way they're treating us and and uh, lynching. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like it's fucking crazy. Like I went to um this other park in Nutley, New Jersey, and a friend whose car his mom this is mom's car this is but um she took me there for the first time like she went there before but we were just gonna go there to skate and like nothing more and there was a protest for you know black lives matter going on so we got to the park and like 
they were also kind of protesting like gay rights or whatever. Like they're writing it on chalk on the ground. Okay. And they're just looking at us with our longboards and like, oh, you're here for the protest? You know, no, there's a protest going on. Yeah, just keep going down this path and you'll, you'll see it. All right, cool, thanks. All right. Skated down, got to the protest. I didn't know like that they had size divided off. So like I just walked to where people were first standing. Oh, what's going really? On? They had size divided off. Yeah, but I didn't know like which side was which or the fact that they had size. Oh, so I shit. walk up to this one white lady and she's like, Oh, which side are you on? I'm like, well, this is my first time at this park, so I don't know where it's what, but I just walked to the protest, so here I am. What? But turns out she was actually against black people. And against wow. against Black Lives Matter. Because she was on the other side where there's like less people. Then I realized, yo, there's more people chanting Black Lives Matter on this side. Let me just stand over here. And just feeling that energy of just, you know, equality, you know. Right. What's her name? Brianna Taylor. Like, all those kind of chances. Just like, oh, okay. So, this shit's really divided. Well, is it really is it really divided if there's less people on one side? I like, feel like either way, if there's a force on either side, it's, like, considered a side. It doesn't matter if it's two people. Like, it's just two opposing sides, nonetheless. But, do there, but does the lesser side point still have validity? Does what? Does the lesser side point still have validity? Validity, no. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's just like, it's useless. Basically, like they're just chanting like for us to go home, and you know they don't care. Basically, like, they're really saying like they don't care. Yeah. But it's mostly like older people, like in their fifties, sixties, and up. I guess just they're used to the old school kind of lifestyle. It's just like, you know, we don't want that kind of equality for you. It's just like yo, it's just legit hate. Like there's a one guy waving like an American flag, just saying you know everyone to go the fuck home. We don't care. And they're just laughing when people started chanting black trans lives matter, black gay lives matter. Like, they were just having a fucking field day. Just like, yeah, okay, no, the fuck they don't. Okay. And then it's like, there are cops, like at least five, six cops, like in between the barricades, like dividing us off or whatever. And I just started thinking, I'm like, yo, I bet some of these cops right here are also racist. Because this shit surprised the fuck out of me. Like, Nutley? You know? No, Nutley is not a surprise. Like, all right, so I used to live in Clifton with Dave. Hmm. Like, I was, uh, when I first started skating, uh, well, it's not really first started. It's kind of like I was getting more into like competitions, doing long distance soldier skate, and I wound up moving in with him and yeah. doing sharpers union things. And he, I pretty much got introduced to a lot of people. I had one, I had one guy who actually was going to shoot me. He's a fucking ex cop. Uh, I don't know if I, I'm not going to say his name. Yeah, he's not a cop anymore, but. <laughs> It was like Dave came in with a mask because Dave's a fucking practical joker. He's been in that bar so many times and yeah. he knows that cop. And assumption he's like, oh, black guy comes into a bar, and with another guy that wears a mask, you automatically assume the place is getting robbed. Yeah. I'm like wow, cool. So if the man didn't take off the mask, we would have got shot. I would have got shot first, more than likely. Yeah, no, I'm the black guy. I would figure the guy with the mask would be more like the depiction of a robber, mm-hmm. not the guy without the mask who came in who doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Just walked in. <laughs> I didn't have a mask on, mind you. Yeah. Like, I don't do that. I'm black. I'm going to walk around in bars exactly. and restaurants with black people. Being black people, it doesn't work. But uh, that happened, and there was a whole debate. Like, he offered to buy me a drink, and I just refused. I don't, like, nah, I'm not gonna fucking take your drink. And it's like, they really think they can buy over how they treat a human with, like, something like alcohol. 
biogenic verge, like objectifying like being stereotypical. I'm sorry, are you not like one of them? Like, I'm, like why? Because I could talk with some diction because I have some. Because I read a couple of books. Like, what is it? Like, what is it, bro? Because I actually I can talk ignorant too. There's like a there's a balance. It's just knowing how to bring this, like, which side you're going to get. Who are you as a person? Like, you don't want the side of ignorance. You want the side of intelligence. You want to have a conversation with me that has some value. At least so we can both walk away with something. I don't think a lot of people see that shit. Like, and not just people... Like, I feel, I feel like not just people that actually finish college, but just intellectual people. Like, I admire that quality in a person because it's just... It gives you more opportunities in life because you're just you just know different like words and like how to like view life in a different kind of way. Like, it, it's something that I, I just genuinely respect. Fact. Like the girl whose mom's car this is like she has like self like confident issues, but she's going for her masters right now. Like she actually you know, got her bachelor's and everything, but I didn't finish college. Like depression like hit me too fucking hard where like I just lost that passion that I thought it had to be an English teacher, but okay. it was just like I just didn't like I was in the mood tonight going to wake up and like get out of bed. So like why am I gonna try to like pay attention in class and like I actually never went to teach English. Like it was I thought it'd been easy because my aunt was in the high school like she worked there also so she had connects to the English department. So that's why I went that route. So it wasn't like a diehard passion for her. Oh, so it was like, uh, all right, I'm going to do this as a job, and this is an opportunity. I know like I have this opportunity. Like if I graduate college in a certain amount of time, go for a teaching job, she's going to hook me up. Like yeah, you'll have, money. You'll, order, you'll have a job out the gate. You're not going to really you're not gonna really suffer like most people who do go to college and come out and be like, oh, shit, I don't have a job. What am I going to do? I'm back at my parents' house. I thought I was going to be living somewhere nice and beautiful, yeah, collecting six room. figures. And, and then you have a student loan debt. Oh, dude, that shit is ridiculous. Um, I think that's like one of the biggest problems in this country is how we fucking distribute education. Mm-hmm. How we do education in general. It's like you don't have an option of how you learn. Because there's people that, just everybody learns differently. Yeah. It's like this is common core. This is this. This is how you're supposed to be educated. It's like, damn, bro, fuck. Like, how am I supposed to survive? It's like, if I wanted to learn how to skateboard, I should be able to learn how to skateboard in school. If I wanted to learn how to make carpentry, I should be able to make carpentry. I mean, if you start from a young age, you should be able to focus on a craft that you want to be able to focus on. When I was younger, I actually wanted to work on cars and just learn more about them. Like, as a kid, having a PS2 playing Need for Speed in yeah. a nightclub, like, yo, those are my jams. Yeah. I miss them shits, man. <laughs> But yeah. it was shit yeah, like yeah. that that just had me fascinated with, like, what actually makes a car, like, perform the way it does. But it's like, when I brought it up to her as a kid, she almost, like, made it seem like there was no money in it, like, there's no future in it. So I just gave up on that idea. But here we are in 2020, and it's like, if you're not to work on a car, like, that's fortunate as fuck. You don't right. have to pay someone else to do it for you. You just get the part, and you can do it your fucking self. Not only that, they make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And you can go, and depending on who you get hired by, if you're a top mechanic, you can actually work for one of some of the best. Or start your own thing. Yeah, start your own thing, start your own business. A lot of people that go to college fail to, fail to recognize, like, you have uh, knowledge to start your own business. Oh, definitely. And, and it's like, I'm going to go out and then 
I'm going to go work for somebody for the next umpteen years and protect or collect a retirement. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't want to call it a trap, but I never fell into that, that sort of trap. I mean, it's probably stupid yeah. in a way. Risking it all for something that you want. But I feel like if you're going to go get some form of education or just a little bit of education, you should at least look forward to becoming an entrepreneur instead of sitting there and settling and trying to make another man rich with his own company. I mean, if you do do need something in the meantime, work for that man, but at least look at the opportunities of you becoming your own business, your own person. And that's kind of, in a way, I have that kind of view when it comes to skating and meditating, not necessarily to, like, gain money out of it, but just to show people that there's just a way to like go about life in a more peaceful kind of manner mm. because not necessarily skate is will be for everyone but i feel like meditating itself would definitely connect with more people than the skating aspect because i feel like like i said if you can meditate and like just learn how to let your thoughts like come and go and not be so attached to them then you can make like clear decisions to either deal with those thoughts or to just deal with whatever's going on in your life at the moment because if you make decisions when you're like fueled off of anger or some people like fueled off of sex like you can make some fucked up decisions that you might regret but if you approach that in a more calmer kind of mindset then you won't regret like your choices basically because like i've learned to realize that i'm actually like living this specific life when it comes to like me being in this body as opposed to like being someone who's like rich or just more fortunate than I was not really being envious but just understanding that what how I my actions in this body in this moment is just just gonna always have like a reaction and it's times like I just like keep these kind of thoughts and feelings to myself because not many people would really just take the time to just really understand that meaning of just like having multiple perspectives of like life reality yeah. and fantasy and shit yeah that's when the whole psychedelics talk starts coming into play and that's what really turns people off but. i mean not in, not in this time period a lot of psychedelics are pretty popular mushrooms uh mdma and it's made popular by people who are in the entertainment business like they talk about their experiences um my experience with psychedelics i think i've done mushrooms and i mean if you want to count marijuana as a psychedelic because it is technically a psychedelic but you're under some kind of influence yeah but uh mushrooms have been like the most awakening awakening experience calming experience you really just like not really give a fuck about certain things anymore Mm -hmm. you kind of See, like, that's nothing to worry about. It's nothing to really give a fuck about. This is, that's minor. Because I was on a train on the way here, and I see some fucking chick arguing. Well, I was about to start an argument with this man who was reading the Bible. Like, granted, the Bible is, like, and he's black. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So she, she's, and she, um, let me just bring you, go back, and just, like, the whole picture of the situation. But, like, she's black. She's, like, Afrocentric, dressed, style, yeah. completely. And then he's sitting there. Looks like regular average Joe, black dude, fucking reading his Bible, probably on the way to work, or coming yeah. from work. 
and she stops him and she starts having a conversation and she gets confrontational about the book yeah it's like what are you reading sir and he's like my bible and she's like you mind if you talk about the book i'm like oh you're one of those people you're so righteous and wise that you fail to recognize your own wrongs so it kind of fucks me this is very good weed by the way because now thank you it's um, Mendo cookies. That's the strain there. Mm. It's like my last little bit. Because my friend, she bought like at least a fucking half the other day. Nice, nice, and nice. I'm just like, I'm saving my little bit for this weekend. I got plans and stuff. I got people to smoke out. Yeah, it's very rare that I don't have weed on me when I'm traveling. Like, at least a vape pen. But you know, with all uh, COVID and shit, can't get my normal supplies. Mm. Prices are not the same anymore. I've noticed that too. Like they also raise prices for just substances. Well, it's like here it goes. Um, if you really want to know, like most people that are buying twenty five, thirty dollar out, like not houses, fucking oh, eggs. Yeah. They like fucking getting mints. They're getting made gray weed. Uh, yeah. So it's like. I, that's, I I thought that I'm just like an A for twenty five. Well, don't even go like go by the go out the price by a pound. Like. If it's like under, if it's under two grand pound, bro, it's not even worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just like it. And people just look at it and they don't even know. Sometimes they're smoking fucking fungus. Like that's even crazier shit. It's like a lot of weed that's out there is fungi infected. It's like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, stare at your weed one day and just like look at it and then. Like, look how the fucking, how the frost is. It's not, yeah. like, there's crystallization and there's fungus. <laughs> like, I saw somewhere that, you know, don't roll weed when you're, like, tripping on shrooms or psychedelics and shit. What? That's a lie. <laughs> Fuck them. Uh, I feel like my only personal experience with that is, like, if anything, like, if I'm too fucking high and I'm attempting to roll, like, my hands might shake a little bit. But when it comes to, like, seeing shit, like, as far as, like, a bud looking like a fucking face or some shit, like, it's not like that. It what? can be, but it's I drank my mushroom coffee. Had three cups mm. of that bitch, right? Mm, that sounds delicious. Awaken me. Yeah. Ooh, three cups of that shit. Had my little vape pen. Smoked the joint. And throughout the whole shirt, just, just sitting there, just, just eyes closed, zoned out. Like, putting shit in perspective. Like, dialing in reality, if you want to call it. Or whatever the fuck. Stepping out of the matrix. Blah, 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 blah. blah. Yeah, you know, there's so many different ways people want to call shit what it is. It's yeah. just like, yo, so just reflecting, motherfucker. Just reflect it. Leave me alone. <laughs> but I'm just using some substance to just reflect it. And that just so happened that uh, that substance is very good at helping you reflect. Like, that's why it's being toted to be a fucking miracle drug. Like, that's my main, like, objective whenever I fucking trip is just to learn something from that day from like the different moments like you said reflect yeah. like, I don't do it to be dumb high and just all melty and warpy like I don't give a shit about that but it's just like how it, I feel like it expands my consciousness and right. just my way of thinking that's what I do it for right like where like where you're gonna take yourself I, like I don't I only do it on occasions like, so, like really special occasions like I did it the, I did it at Broadway Bomb at the end of Broadway Bomb with the homies. Oh, that would be dope. That was fun. Actually, it's a podcast. It's a whole episode. Okay. Yeah, okay, with Kansas yeah. City guys. And we just fucked up. Um, 
And then uh, I did it the first, like the beginning of quarantine. Fuck it, I have these mushrooms. I think I remember that. I mean, yeah, I told you about that. I had the mushrooms and I was like, I had nothing else better to do. And got fucking lit. How was that true? I saw the inside of my head, I look at outside and. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, how like how do you explain? Like, how was that trip? Like, if you understand that whole statement. Yeah, I don't know. It's the craziest ass fucking statement to say. I saw the inside of my house look. I, I, I saw the inside of my head looking at it from the outside. It, it's like, shit, motherfucker. It's almost like astral projection. Yeah, yeah. Like you're looking at your, not your skin. I'm looking at like the eyeballs, the skeleton, the brain, mm-hmm. or, like the my organs, and it's like, oh shit, this is my body. This is this is my consciousness. It's like. Your fucking ego, just like an image of yourself, was like shut it off to like make room for a new. Yeah, kind of like that. Kind of like that. It didn't kind of like fully like bat away from me. It's just like, oh motherfucker, this is what it is. <laughs> you just need to make amends with shit, relax a bit, smoke more, um, give up the cigarettes. Definitely stop. So I like I've been slowly quitting cigarettes. I've had a few. I had a relapse. That's the hard part. Like, cigarettes has been definitely hard. But relapsing, it's like, oh, fuck, again. And bring out the jewel, like, oh, where's this shit at? Like, constantly walking around with it like a fucking crutch. Yeah, my mom, she was smoking cigarettes for years, like, ever since I was a kid. Last year, like, before she had some surgery, like, she decided to stop smoking cigarettes. And she went, like, a month or so without it. After the surgery, just the fucking pain, like, she needed to smoke cigarettes. So she's been... Occasionally smoking them every now and again. Yeah, that's how you start right back up again. It's like I have one right now. Like I did uh, earlier this week. That's why I realized it's like earlier this week. I fucking like, damn, I left my jewel at home. I bought one. It's like I just have a cigarette. Bro, I went back midday and bought three. Damn. It's like this is stupid, nigga. <laughs> go home. <laughs> it's like go home, bro. Just go home. My coworker, he's been smoking cigarettes for years, but almost a year ago, like not a couple months ago, like he just bought a vape, and that's just what he's been using like ever since. Like his vape, vape, vape. Like he still smokes his vape as much as he smoked cigarettes before, so it's just not that big of a difference. But I see the difference. Yeah, it does. I mean, all right. So we're not. I'm not a medical professional. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So can't really say. I can give advice about this shit, but like. Fucking um, it helps. It's oral fixation shit. Yeah, it, it helps. It's like I don't have to see stuffing food in my mouth every day, mm-hmm. all day. Like that's that's another thing. Like when you stop smoking, you start eating more. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people start eating more. So or it's literally an oral fixation that you never grew out of as a kid. A little human psychology people don't ever pick up on in their life. It's like. Oh, why do I do certain things? It's just like, because uh, you did this as a child and you never fixed it. <laughs> but your parents fucked you up. Like, this is why some people are fucked up, because your parents fucked you up at some point in time and you just hang around being a normal ass kid and they tell your ass, get the fuck over here. <laughs> it just scars you. Just scars you. just like. There's <laughs> <laughs> some people probably having flashbacks to school when they listen to this shit. Remember, like, oh my god, I remember that one time. 
don't freak out. <laughs> That's it. Don't freak out. But correct yourself. That's crazy. It's like that girl who was woke to be so woke. The woke to be so woke. See, mind your fucking business, bro. That's just a human being. That's how you're supposed to live life. Exactly. Mind your fucking business. You see something happening as long as nothing. It's not harming anyone else. Mind your fucking business. And that's why I tried to tell, like, those racist people I know. I'm like, yo, if you got a problem with us, just mind your fucking business. And it's like, me just saying that, I'm like, because that's, like, the nicest way I can say, like, get the fuck away from us. Like, just going off on racist people. I'm just like, because if I start ranting... Like, there might be some kind of, like, confrontation. And it's like, yeah. I don't, don't want to get to that point. Yeah. So I'm just going to say this slick shit. Just like, yo, mind your fucking business. Go about your life. I'm going to go about my life. Dude, there was this guy. I was smoking my jewel, like, by myself. It was, like, yeah. nobody around me. I'm still, like, he's all the way across the fucking street, bro. He's like, jewel, smoking your jewel right now is bad. It's bad for this time. I'm like... I look up, turn to him like, I'm outside. Nobody's around. Mind your fucking business, bro. Keep walking. Like, keep walking. I'm not the nah. one to be messed with. I'm over here chilling. Minding my own. Mind fucking business, man. <laughs> Guy sound like 50 when you say that shit. I'm minding my motherfucking business, man. <laughs> me alone. <laughs> hey, what's wrong with people? That's a, like... That man on the train sitting there reading his Bible. Mind your fucking... Like, so what? Maybe he has some shit that fuck with him. You need to read that Bible to make him feel better. Mind your fucking business, man. I know it's a slow press fucking religion. Mind your fucking business, man. Everybody in there is black. You need something to believe in, nigga. Bitch, I'm about to teach you. I got nothing nice to say. Don't say anything at all. You know? Some people uh, just want to, like, brought up, right? No, no. They just want to, like... They think they can free everybody. Like, let them be them until they're ready. Just coexist. Co- right? Yeah. Like, find common ground. I know you watch some type of show that he watches that you might like or something. There's something that you motherfuckers can vibe with. But you <laughs> too fucking ignorant to sit there and have a legit conversation and not to ring up this man's religion or his fucking politics. <laughs> like, yeah, why are you salty for, son? Like... Do you find him attractive? Do you want to marry this man? You find him attractive? Are you jealous of his fucking conviction? He told you to back off and he was persistent. That's what makes you crazy. Because people do that shit. They like they tell you to like yo back off. Back off. Back off. And then they just persistent. Persistent, persistent, persistent. Like I mean I've done that before, but I've done it for the right reasons. Like you told me for fucking I'm out in the street and do something that's totally violated. I'm not backing off. Get you in trouble, bitch. <laughs> like, don't fight. Like, hold on, son. You're getting in trouble with me. No, mm-hmm. you're not getting away with this shit. Hell no. We're in disorderly conduct, ho. Word. Like, you better understand this shit is not gonna be equal. <laughs> you do not get away with this shit. Like, that shit kind of reminds me, like, during the quarantine, like, before I left, like, Monday morning, like, it was like an hour or so into the shift. My department manager basically, like, took his personal emotions and angers, like, out on, like, another coworker or whatever. So it was, like, it got to the point where, like, they're both, like, maybe at least a good five plus feet from each other, like, just yelling at one another. Instigating. (laughs) Just, like, my manager kind of initiated, like, you know, let's take this outside of Nordstrom. 
because my coworker was like, yo, you managers act all tough and stuff and blah, 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 like y'all untouchable. And my manager basically followed with, you know, let's take this outside of North Show. I'm just like, okay, them fireworks. So um, I have on flip-flops because, you know, it's like Monday for me. I'm just still waking the fuck up. But I'm just like, damn it, I wore the wrong fucking shoes for this shit. So I'm still <laughs> trying to at least keep them a distance. So hold on, is this like a manager versus like em- employee, employee fight yeah. about mm-hmm. to go down? Like y'all all going outside to go fight? Like, like let's clock out and the employee, the side entrance, or emergency, I should say. Y'all it's all like, getting fired. Every single one of y'all is getting fired that day. It's like nobody wants to work for nursery no more. Y'all <laughs> that upset. <laughs> and the employee is actually older than the manager. Oh. And like he's like on the plus size, but you know, he said he like does um not bodyguard like bouncer on the weekends and you know he's been slimming down but he still kind of like I mean, has muscle that's a big man son. you know big people he's about five hard. foot nine but still like he's like a big dude okay. my manager is about maybe five ten five eleven um, korean i want to say and about average built i don't sleep on anybody I, I i know you just never know but yeah. i'm just like i don't want to fight though I don't feel like breaking up a fight. Like, I did that shit before. I don't want to do this shit right now. Somebody accidentally hits you, you know, you like... It's not even that. It's just, like, I didn't want to just jump in and they're both swinging because, like, if I get hit, I'm going to hit you back. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, wait for my opportunity. Did this shit once. Then it's like, once I broke them up, dude's fucking nose was, like, bloody. Damn. This is at IHOP. Like, this is Lordship right now, but... Um, Damn, so I'm just, like, all that shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm keeping them apart and luckily like the LP manager she was on the dock as well and she's like a big lady herself like she's at least 5'10 5'11 she has like a stocky kind of built like as far as like in a chest region but she strong too like she looks she has like a she's one of those girls she's like I fuck you up girl basically she can fight like she got them hands like that's what she look like like she's been through some shit her life is she had a rough life (laughs) like she's like she loves kids but she would never have her own kids like she's (laughs) like oh I love them for like maybe a day then take your kids back I don't know I'll fucking murder your shits (laughs) put them in the ground find them somewhere like what (laughs) but um she separated the employee and like he basically clocked out and left and I just kept my manager like at a distance but I'm just like what the fuck but it's like the craziest shit though was just like with my whole situation with the store manager I was just butted heads it was just him being indirect with like mm. an order and I just chose to separate myself from the dis- like the equation to avoid a confrontation and I went about it immaturely only because of the fucking quarantine as far as not tell my manager like yo I don't like how he said this blah 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 right. I need to take a day off or whatever I just fucking left Right. And it was because of that kind of immaturity and just going about it that manner and then taking a personal day. HR felt like, you know, I should stay home during the rest of the quarantine until we reopen these stores and blah, blah, blah. But the situation with my manager, the employee, they didn't have like any real consequences as far as like maybe like a written warning. But they were still able to work. But I'm like, but it's okay for a manager to threaten to fight an employee, but I can't take a personal day. After all the good shit I've done for this store, fuck y'all. <laughs> That's how I I am right now. Just like yo, fuck all y'all. It's like yeah, I do my own thing. Like yep. dead ass. Like it's it gets like that, dude. It's like working for working for a company, working for somebody a manager or somebody who has to be a superior over you. It's, it's kind of it's kind of taxing. Just like what the fuck is wrong with you people? Like, you give yourself power. You give anybody power, they can take it. They fall addiction. 
was like, of course, you know, if I wouldn't say no, like, if I was able to utilize, like, money reasons to, like, just broaden or strengthen skate and meditate to, like, you know, movement. But when it comes to, like, a career or just something I wouldn't mind doing for money right now is to, like, be a train conductor. Like, for some reason, like, ever since I was a kid, I've just loved the engineering behind a fucking train. Gotcha. Like, that big-ass fucking machine is just fascinating to me. Yeah, dude, to run anything, though, you need money. It's just, like, part of it. Yeah, it's like, you want to do this? All right, you need some funding. You need something to back it. You need somehow to grow. So I, I, I understand. Like, I mean, I've had one opportunity right now. I made money off of, uh, I got a Facebook thing. Mm-hmm. Made a couple of thousand off of that. Um, I'm hoping to get another one if COVID does work out. I'm like over here crossing my fingers knowing that there's no actual intelligent direction happening, but it's gonna happen in Jersey that a uh, uh, skate and music festival mm-hmm. might be happening. I'm gonna have to organize that. And that's supposed to bring in some revenue, so I'm like, all right, maybe, maybe not. I can start putting more funding into uh, not only munchies, more things. Mm-hmm. And so I tell them, I'm saying, like, skate meditate. Thing needs fucking money. It's capitalist. That's what it is. Fortune. It is what it is. It's like, <laughs> all right, fuck it. It's the game. But uh, yeah, man. What can you say? Like, what can you, like seriously, what can you say? It's like this is this is part of the shit. Um, well, since COVID, what what have you been doing, man? Like, because this is your first show back. This is like my first show back. What have you been up to? Just been besides working, just actually just skating more, just actually nice. working on my craft, just getting more comfortable with shit. Right. Yeah. Experiments with different kinds of setups and whatnot. We was working out front, he was working on slides, like transitioning over in a more like uh, transition, what is it, uh, downhill yeah. format from push, and you're trying to get your slides down. I mean, you've got it, you just gotta follow through, be honest. Uh, it's good. It's good. You got good form. Definitely got good form. Yeah, I was like definitely towards the end. Like I was just feeling like more control and just how the actual feel of the board, like sliding across the pavement, felt. And yeah. just getting used to that motion. Like, all right, I'm getting used to it. But then, you know, we had to start the podcast because you got to be back in the city. I'm just like, damn, I was just just finding my groove too. All right, yo, dude, <laughs> come all back good. out and practice. Oh, like definitely, definitely, you definitely got it. Like in a matter. Of this whole entire summer, you got it. Like, Holman's are not that hard. Like, work once you get the uh, toe size down, mm-hmm. focus on that next, and just boom. It's just a feel of learning how when the wheels break. Yeah. Like, at that moment, it's so, it's so pleasing. Like, once you figure out, oh, this is exactly the moment that they break. If I take it to this point, they're going to go, Shh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I felt that towards the end. I'm just like, let me just think of myself more as like a rudder or a fucking ship right now and just like extend down. I'm like, okay, okay. Yes. Yeah, I was telling you. Yeah, it's like rudder. You're like your back foot to rudder. So if you extend it and you take the weight off of it, you're going to drift it outward and you're going to push it more out. If you, if you keep the weight on it, it's not going to release. You're not going to like drift out. You're not going to lose that traction. Uh,. It's, it's a nice little trick of physics, man. And I 
that's another thing I've learned to really appreciate when it comes to like life itself is just physics like skating helped me really appreciate that shit I'm like yo yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dude. what I didn't pay attention to in school. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's like for like the you can put a certain amount of force and you can always slide at a certain speed. You can be going slow and still slide. Yeah, I, it, I guess it was really harder for me because I tried to go slow like when I was like like newer and shit to skating. And it's like when I understood I had to like go at a certain speed, I just never made those attempts. I just did my usual like distance skating, like bombing down fucking hills, but I actually never practicing slides. Okay. So you're accustomed to bombing, you just gotta like get used to sliding and stopping. Shade. Foot break must be on point. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tear through some shoes. Like uh, that's the hard thing with skateboarding, like tearing through shoes, you're like, what the fuck? I like, right now, a couple pairs of shoes. Most on my right foot too. <laughs> right foot, yeah, right foot too. I'm, I'm screwed. Regular. Uh, and then you're learning how. If you learn how to do switch, it's like both feet. Yeah. Yeah. So like, oh yeah, I got a hole in the bottom one. Let me switch your foot. Shoot side. Because <laughs> I had two of the same pair of Adidas Buesnicks, and like at one point, it's like the older pair had like it was just all fucked up on the bottom with okay. the right shoe. So like, I'm like, damn. If I just know how to ride or like my other fucking foot, I can still wear this shoe though. I'll just use like my left foot instead instead of having to buy a second pair right now. But I don't know how to do that shit. But it wasn't until this past February, like when it was like not too cold out, like I just started practicing learning how to ride Mongo. I'm right. like, all right, I feel more stable like when my right foot is more so like in the middle of the board as opposed to like the tail of the board. And I got used to that motion then. I slowly incorporated it into, like, my usual cruising speed and, like, routine and everything. You know it's really trash, though? The fact that everything's closed and you can't get fucking supplies or shoes. But, like, incorporating all... Doing all of that, like, focusing practice craft, all that, we're talking about, like, getting supplies and, like, shoes and shit. And, like, you can't get shoes and you gotta order it online you gotta wait. And then... You gotta hold the place that it's coming from and that's not infected. <laughs> like, ah. Uh... Like, I think maybe like around mid April, I ordered a pair of custom Nikes on their website. And nice. it was slip on Janelski's. And the, I wanted like a red, fiery kind of color. And it had like a true red color, which, you know, it's not a bad kind of color, but it's just like. It's not my vibe, but then it's like they had another kind of color, which was called like true berry. It was a mix of like maybe like a red and like a blue purple kind of color mixed okay. to it. And it also reminds me of like burgundy, if like okay. it's like more like just purple and kind of shit. But I was also kind of going for like just like I said, the fiery kind of like warm, like hue like vibe. Cause like Django like really like inspired, like kind of like my style nowadays. It's just like. I never knew I looked so fucking good at burgundy. <laughs> like, oh shit, this shit fire. I like this yeah, outfit. Yeah, like, like, nah, burgundy's <laughs> fly, dude. I found I wore one day. I'm like, you know what, man? Kind of like this. Like, I'm, I'm feeling red. this like a red velvet cake right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh shit, like, not bad. Also, like I um saw in a picture. Mm. I was wearing a burgundy shirt and tan pants. I was like, this is when I started wearing more tan. I was like, oh, this doesn't look that bad. Yeah, yeah. Like, buy more ten, sh- ten burgundy things. <laughs> like, I went to one of the Yaks um, events at um, Central Park. 
was like around skate meditate our event this um, earlier march it was like maybe into february or whatever but um it was like some dude skating there like he arrived and he had the whole burgundy and tan combo going on I'm just like yo dude you are rocking that outfit like i forgot his name but he was pulling that fucking outfit off i'm just like yo that color combo your skin complexion like you're killing it dude Perfect. <laughs> Like, I get a prop song. People be killing the outfits. But, uh, I, unfortunately, we gotta wrap this up. Nah, it's all yeah, good. Yeah, man. It's not good times, up. Yeah. It's a good time. Good time. Good conversation. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's been a pleasure. Thank, thank you for having me. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, pretty, let's end this and tell people where they can find you and follow Skate Meditate. Well, Skate Meditate, we were thinking about putting out uh, events, hopefully, like, in the July, sometime in August, hopefully. But just go on our Facebook to just, like, stay up to date on stuff like that i'm also on facebook it's not dear quiet storm harris i'm on instagram too mr universe 1984 i'm on there like not as often but you know either way just hit me up on one of those links and yeah be in touch all right yo dude thank you again no biggie.